0: Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of Elf.
1: And I am Ray from the House of Zod.
0: And we are here in this volcanic wasteland to talk about Superman comics. Yay! Because we're stuck here. There's not much else to do besides (laughs) burn and melt to death. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're a fan of
1: magma, Connor Elf?
0: No, no I'm not. I'm, I'm not likes- a fan of magma, heat, or sunlight, or <laughs> any of this stuff. That's right. It's been pretty hot at your end, hasn't it?
1: It's um, uh,
0: Kill me. Just starting,
1: kill Starting to boil up here. Starting to get some... I still wear a jumper to work.
0: Oh, my God. I don't...
1: <laughs> I don't know why. What? <laughs> you, know, you know, it is... You know, I, I do know why. You know why? It's because uh, I don't like ironing my shirts to
0: work. Oh, okay. And
1: I can't so, walk in looking like a ruffled... Ruffian, you know what I mean. So I have to conceal it with the jumper. Um, But then I depends where
0: you work, really.
1: Well, that's true. That's true. But I end up just sweating, sweating out like a bloody Friggin walrus.
0: Yeah, I I cannot stand heat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But anyway, Superman. Yay! (laughs) Hey. What's What's new in the world of Superman? Well, there was a big uh, there's there was a big crossover on the CW shows. Oh, with your and, friend,
1: uh, your mate, the uh, Superman guy.
0: Uh, I have a friend.
1: That guy, that play, the guy that plays Superman.
0: Yeah, why is he my friend? Because <laughs> you don't like him. Oh yeah, I've said like that's the only live action Superman I don't like, and he's like, hey, it's your friend, so <laughs> a, bit, a bit confused. Yeah, no, I didn't really like him from what I saw of him, but I might watch. This Elseworlds crossover and see if I still don't like him. I definitely don't like him as Clark Kent. He looks like a hipster. And That's right, you
1: sent me that photo. Certainly yeah. does. He looks like a try-hard hipster.
0: Yeah. He doesn't look doesn't look like Clark Kent. I don't I'll, know. Tell, you, I'll um, tell you
1: what though, the that Elseworlds thing I don't watch the CW shows, but that, geez, that's a good idea. I mean, I saw that. What's his name? Uh, St- Stephen Amell. Is yeah, that his yeah, he's he's in the the Flash suit, and I guess they switch. Um, they switch, oh, right? S- Stephen Amell's. Oh, so he dressed up as a Flash, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm assuming the other dude. Um, what's his name? Gary, which is the the real guy's name. Uh, I can't Garth, remember.
0: or something. Who knows? Something, something like that.
1: Yeah, he uh, he dressed up as. Um, what's his face? Um, Green Arrow. You can tell I'm a DC fan. Yeah, Yeah, so that looks really good. Supergirl's still Supergirl. I mean, you know, you can't really change that, can you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can be a DC fan and not watch the CW shows because. Yeah. Like, Supergirl is not. It's not marketed towards me. That's true. Yeah. I am not part of its marketing. There is is other Superman fans out there that watch Supergirl hardcore because they're like everything and everything Superman, but I'm like, I. Supergirl, eh. Have you, you watched
1: know? have you watched it? Is it kinda of like Ally McBeal? Or is that not only because uh, I
0: haven't watched Ally McBeal either. I know what it is, but <laughs> I don't watch it. Um, showing my age.
1: Yep. Uh, well look it,
0: I'll put it this way, it's a show that my you know, teenage girl sister and my mum watch together. Supergirl or Ally McBeal? Supergirl, not Allie. Ah shut up (laughs) (laughs) um so you know it's it's really not for me okay it's and but it has superman in it though that's the thing well he's drawing much oh okay i watched he was in like two episodes i watched one of those two episodes and he just left me with like uh yeah um which is I, i like every i've liked every live action superman you know, I guess because that this guy—I don't know—he just yeah, he rubs said, you up. He rubs you up the wrong way. I guess maybe I just wasn't yeah. feeling it. It was just it was too much like other live-action Supermans. There was nothing he brought to it. Okay, excellent. Now, look,
1: Conor, We're just going to make sure not to hashtag him, the actor, when we uh, when we release this episode. Okay. Uh, um, well, yeah. <laughs> He, he, cannot, <laughs> he cannot catch wind of this. Oh, anyway, yeah. Who cares? Come on, we we just we just Gene Hackman. We can diss
0: anyone, eh? Oh, I'll keep dissing Gene Hackman as well. <laughs> but well, as I said, I'm probably gonna. I might watch this Elseworlds thing and see what all the hubbub is about. Ah, see, all this malarkey. Give this uh, Superman another chance.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Look, I I haven't actually I haven't actually seen any of it, so um maybe i should you're really tainting my view here on on this guy although i you know do agree mostly with what you say
0: doesn't i mean he's himself. yeah i don't know he seems popular but i also
1: he just doesn't look like superman does he he doesn't okay. look like him at all i'm sorry
0: he doesn't and like a dean kane dean kane is not a typical i, yeah. I guess dean kane doesn't really look like uh, He doesn't look as much like Superman as, you know, Chris Reeve or Henry Cavill, but he carries himself that way, so he sells it. And Lois and Clark um,
1: was pitching
0: a certain angle
1: to the story, right? You know, whereas Supergirl and, you know, this Superman guy now, it's it's really trying to stick close to a comic book depiction, in which case...
0: They are very much going for quote-unquote classic... Superman with this guy right. and yeah, it just, it hasn't done it for me. I'll, I'll give it another shot, but yeah, mm. it, it's just, it just seems to try hard. It seems to, it seems like it's trying to appeal to a certain demographic of Superman fans way too much. Right. Like the people who are unhappy with man of steel and stuff, I feel like it's just trying to appeal to them by making Superman all, you know, they, they've really, you know, and I love, I'm fine with Boy Scouts, so, man, you know, save as many cats and trees as you want. Like, that's yeah. cool. I'll enjoy it. But it just feels... It doesn't feel natural mm. in what I watched. It felt artificial and forced to pander to this audience. Like, it, it just didn't come off naturally, mm. you know? Like...
1: Yeah. Is, is it because... Do you reckon it's because it could be something as um, superficial as him just... Be not big enough look to me Superman is a big dude right um, I think I mentioned to you a little early this week I <laughs> super fans I ended up reading the wrong wrong comic um, Connor yeah. and I had assigned so I, I read I did read some weird uh, some weird <laughs> it was Superman 167 but it wasn't the 167 Connor was talking about ended up it was a uh, one written by uh, Jeff Loeb and writ, uh, drawn by Ed McGuinness Superman's big You know Ed McGuinness's art Superman's yeah, big yeah. He's big, big bulky beefy. cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, And and he doesn't have to be that extent But for me like, Even here, Gil Kane In, in the comics we're going to um, look at He is an imposing figure Yeah And I just don't think Mr. Hipster over there He doesn't really <laughs> cut it He doesn't cut it though
0: How do you feel oh, We'll get back to this But how do you feel about Brandon Routh Superman With this he, line of thought Yeah, I I thought he was fine. He's actually, he's quite a tall bugger though, isn't he? he? He struck me as kind of skinny though.
1: Oh, okay. They, I think they did do a little uh, CGI on him, didn't they?
0: He for seems, the I, I'm not, I have no idea about that, but he just seems pretty slim for Superman. Not enough that uh, it bugs okay. me. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of other things that bug me about that movie than yeah, how slim right. Superman is, but... But but he had the height and he and he has a present. It's kind of like
1: a kind of like a rock star, right? You know, you, you look at them if they're over six foot tall, they they exude a presence with them, and um, you know not to say Superman would be stick I've, thin.
0: If if the script was much better and not completely fucking awful, mm-hmm. then. I would have been happy to see a sequel with Brandon Routh. I wouldn't have gone, can you please recast him? I would have been, you know... Oh, he, me too. Absolutely. He's fine. Um, yeah. I just I felt like it was a bit slim, but just just because I was just on that line of thought because I thought Brandon Routh was a bit small when we were talking about this guy. Um, No, I right, don't think he's too small. Good. I... Okay. I, was, I wasn't watching that Supergirl stuff and thinking this guy's too small. I wasn't focusing on that. I was more focusing on okay. the other stuff, but... Yeah, Uh, maybe maybe now that you've mentioned it, I won't unsee it, but I'm pretty sure, like, he's taller than Supergirl, I think. But only just barely, right? He's not huge. He's not a huge,
1: huge guy. And I know there are a lot of people, you know, depictions, you know, on on the small screen or the silver screen, they don't have to be, I mean, you know, look at the Punisher, John Bernthal. Superman's different, though. He's
0: been around for 80 years. He has a very, like... You cast an actor, they have to look like Superman and they have to act like Superman. That's the thing. You can't really get away with some of the stuff you can get away with like other less known characters. It's kind of the same. You couldn't do it with Bruce Wayne either. Mm. Admittedly, you could, Bruce Wayne would be, since he has a mask on, it's less important, but still like there's certain characters you just can't really get away with changing them (laughs) appearance wise too much because then you look at them and it's like, oh, this isn't yeah, Damn, this I, is.
1: Yeah, I have a real humdinger for you then, conor Here's here's one to. Yeah, I'm winding up. I'm going to throw this curveball at you. What are what? your th- What are your thoughts then on uh, Nicholas Cage when he was potentially cast as Superman? What were your thoughts on he? He
0: had like longer hair. As have well, you didn't seen? He? Have you seen that documentary? No, I've seen pictures of him. It's there's well that there's that picture where he has long hair that's going around, but there's. Yeah. There's actually the, the test shoots they did later on, he had uh, slicked back short hair. Okay. So he didn't have long hair. And the costume was actually really good. Yeah. Now, I don't think the movie would have been that good.
1: Yeah.
0: As it Even though it had Brainiac and his skullship in it and Ooh, the dead Superman. Like, okay. And a lot of cool stuff like that. But, I mean, it was going to be made in the 90s for one. and Not that Nick- the 90s is bad for movies, but I'm not sure okay. that they would have pulled it off.
1: And Yes, and Nicolas Cage. I think that's probably another another drawback. He, look, he's I think...
0: Bit, he's a bit back crazy, isn't he? Well, no, it's, he can do serious fine. He's he's a good actor. He can do all sorts of ranges. He just needs mm. a good director. But uh, I think he's too... For Superman, you're looking at him and you're going, hey, it's Nicolas Cage and a Superman so mm. You're not going, it's yeah. Superman. I think he exactly. was just... The, he's he has a very distinct voice and yeah. a very distinct face and i just don't think it could have right. and that that voice and face is not like superman so yeah and i don't his think
1: pro-
0: his profile as well i mean he's just so well known
1: i think yeah. that's one of the beauty of brandon routh and henry cavill to an extent as well i mean look yeah. he, he only had a handful of um, movies before he became
0: he wasn't Batman a Steel. household name or no. anything um
1: and that—that's the beauty of it because you, you never really see these people before, and yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Same. Same with Christopher Reeve, George Reeves, yep. Dean yep. Cain. None Absolutely. of them were big movie stars before they became Superman. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, there's other superheroes that have had big stars play the role. Uh, Christian Bale played a, a great bat. Well, he played a great <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Batman who um, needed some strepsils. I don't think the Batman was his fault. I think it was the creative design, but swear to me. you know, he, he was an A-list actor had a huge career yeah. before he became Batman and he sold it. But, uh, all of the Superman ones, they've been sort of no names. Yeah.
1: Um, True. And to be honest, yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale. I think he, he was, I actually, I thought he was a good, a good Batman. I was very impressed. Obviously maybe not only just him, but the whole Nolan thing, um, that actually drew me in. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't yeah. know. Superman's different because he's yeah he never wears a mask. So, as you say, Christian Bale, he's got the mask on. You know, we know it's Christian Bale, but
0: you know. But you're watching. On. You're watching Batman Begins or mm. any of those movies, and you're looking at it, and when he's on screen in this, in his, you know, you're seeing. Oh, that's Bruce Wayne. You're mm. not thinking that's Christian Bale playing Bruce True. Wayne. You're thinking, oh, that's Bruce Wayne.
1: Well, why is that then? That you're right. It is a good. Maybe because Bruce Wayne's, because there's not Batman. Like, you know, there's a distinction between the alter ego and the costumed hero. And I think maybe we're more accepting of big ticket, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, obviously Iron Man is faceless. He's got the mask on. Uh, And we're more willing to accept big names as the, you know, the civilian alter egos, perhaps. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah, because Batman wears a mask, Bruce Wayne doesn't. Bruce mm. Wayne is also, like, a very rich, you know, so I guess maybe A-list actors kind of blend into that yeah, role. Yeah. I'm not sure it is interesting, though, because I guess maybe we'll find out if we see a really huge, famous actor cast as Superman one day. We'll <laughs> see how this uh, goes, but, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, interesting, interesting. Uh, how how the hell are we going to segue this kind of L into the comics we have for our listeners? This we've we've gone off where we're off the map here. We've ignored GPS.
0: Oh, remember when I mentioned Brainiac before? Well, oh yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> we have the next two issues following up from the previous Action Comics issue to form this little Brainiac trilogy, I guess. Mm. It's a trilogy of issues, but it's only two episodes from us, but. Uh, uh, yes, okay. so this takes us back to the early 80s, yeah. which was a pretty good time in comic books. I enjoy it. I enjoy the 80s, early 80s. Uh, uh, mid-80s is probably, mid-80s is like a legendary time in comic books. That's where a lot of the best comic came out, yeah. and they're still the best comics. So, but uh, yeah, we're, we're just before that whole uh, mm. DC crisis thing we're about three years away from that so we still got bronze age superman who is uh very mighty mm-hmm. not quite as mighty as he has been in the 60s and 70s but he's still quite mighty here yep
1: oh um, yeah he's,
0: he's good and we do see a nice array of his
1: his powers towards the end which is good
0: yeah i mean didn't he was it uh, last issue where he made a black hole
1: yes yeah that's right.
0: So, yes. you, know, uh, you
1: know, not everyone can do that.
0: No, he's, uh, <laughs> it went from faster than a speeding bullet can change the course of mighty rivers to I can make a black hole out of a sun. Yeah, <laughs> so.
1: yeah he's, uh, he's quite innovative.
0: It's the power creep is real. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so we have, um, yeah, these are two good issues, but we'll start off with action five forty five. So on to the issue Up 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 up, and the way Okay, so action comics 545 This was published in july 1983 and on the cover, we have Brainiac inside his ship, sitting on his big master chair thing, <laughs> looking on a view screen. I was gonna say it's a window, but Superman's way too big for. It. Yeah. Um, and he's looking <laughs> on his view screen, and Superman's fighting his tentacles.
1: Yeah, you've raised a good point there, Connarell. Uh, because it does kind of make brainiac look a little bit tiny uh, and and uh, not as imposing as you'd think but you're right he's looking at a screen uh, what did you think of this cover in general
0: I don't think it's very good
1: oh, i I'd agree. I agree I think it's a little too busy uh it's a bit cluttered for my liking
0: a bit cluttered and the colors are just all out of whack like they just yeah. it's not a cohesive. It doesn't form a nice picture. It's just and the scaling yeah. is weird as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit strange, and it is Gil Kane. I can see his, his um, initials there. Yeah, and it does look like his his work. Um,
0: yeah. Um, it's a
1: bit bland. You know, you, Superman looks good. He does, and you get he gets his um, you know, familiar colors on him. But other than that, and the DC Monica and the Action Comics title and if you yeah. other a little things. it's all it's a bit bland
0: yeah it mm. kind of sucks <laughs> i don't i don't like it
1: but um, Brainiac looks cozy in there he looks pretty happy isn't he like in his like his own armchair
0: but he looks small
1: he does look small so yeah
0: and he <laughs> looks kind of crummy as well because they the they've changed the color of him so he doesn't blend in with the other metal too much yeah. cuz his ship and him they're all made out of the same thing so
1: yeah he's more of a, a gun metal gray where i think the rest is i'd assume would be kind of chrome a bit more silvery
0: yeah the yeah, yeah and, and then we have the tagline the old brainiac had the mirror's touch of humanity the new brainiac has eliminated that defect <laughs> it starts a it. it starts a trend of oh look how evil this new brainiac is and it's like well the old brainiac was still evil yeah the old Brainiac was not less evil than this Brainiac. He was just as evil and horrible. Like uh, like in the story where um in the story before this, we have Brainiac like making a planet eating thing. Mm. You know. So he That's, was destroying planets too. Um Mhm. I think here
1: though they really try and push the the trait that this new Brainiac is cold and heartless because he's kind of machine-like now which i yeah. mean i know i realize the original brainiac because thank you connor with all that extra material uh I'm a little bit more familiar with brainiac i realize he is like a, a an and what would you call him android or he's a robot uh, yeah, originally he, he's
0: he's an android
1: he's an android so but he now is more so and it's kind of right in front of our faces he is no longer humanoid so they're really trying to push that agenda
0: he did, yeah, he did kind of have the a personality um, before, even if mm. the personality was just dick. Like, <laughs> um, you know, even even when they toned down the goofiness in later stories, like, you know, no pet monkeys or anything. Mm. You know, oh, yeah, he had yeah, a monkey.
1: He had some weird monkey, didn't he?
0: That was, was that? strange, but anyway. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you know, he, he would still, he'd still have, like, he'd still... Sort of take pleasure in triumphing over Superman, mm. you know. Yeah, or is this Brainiac is generally emotionless? He's not all emotionless all the time, as no. he points out. Yes. Um, so he hasn't totally eliminated his defect. Yeah, I mean, he was still a robot before, though. But
1: yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, he's struggling. Uh, I don't he's think, struggling, kind of, but he's struggling with his, He's struggling with his human traits, which he should never have had in the beginning. And, and well, they just they, keep on coming back.
0: If you remember, in that issue, by the way, the issues we're talking about are Action Comics two forty two and Superman one sixty seven. They're two issues which can form a sort of origin story for exactly. this era's Brainiac. Yes. Um, they're not his best stories in this era, but uh, especially f- Action two forty two is. Funny.
1: They were funny.
0: They were funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I, I think I think they were going for that, especially in Action two forty two, because. Okay. I mean, for God's sake, they have Clark Kent going. Whoops, and he just jumps yeah. out of the. Like, I think they were going for the humor angle. Okay, it's as hard well. To t-
1: it's hard to tell back in those sorts of comics. I don't know how genuine and and you know, looking back on it, we do um, look look fondly on it, but a little bit a tongue in cheek. Uh, it's hard to tell if uh, you know.
0: Well, uh, the stuff still, yeah, like especially with aliens mm-hmm. in a Superman comic. Back then, I feel like you still couldn't make it too scary.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it was still being written primarily for kids at that point. Yeah. So, while Brainiac in Action Comics 242, he's a very imposing foe. Superman can't beat him. He can't penetrate his force field. He gets shrunk. He escapes his ship with one of the planets. Brainiac is like a huge scale. He's abducting ships. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you have those comedic moments like Clark just jumping out of the spaceship and... You know his his monkey assistant. Yeah. Um, you know so. With antennae. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got to put an image or something. We'll put an image on the um Facebook page. of That little white monkey. I tell you, it's a crazy one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah. So I guess that, that as, as time went on, obviously the, I mean, these comics have lost the. Comedic elements. Not all, not all comics back then had comedy. Like Superman's no. return to Krypton as a purely emotional-driven mm-hmm. story, uh, which also briefly features Brainiac. Yeah,
1: um,
0: with his monkey assistant, actually, because it's a flashback. So, ah, yeah, they were weirdly obsessed with continuity sometimes, despite the fact that so many things don't make sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just on the day, it's like, oh, let's let's make sure it's there's continuity. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Anyway, so, on the credits, we have, for this issue, guys, we're back to Action Comics. Oh, yeah. That's that's what we're (laughs) doing. Yes. Uh, We have Marv Wolfman, the writer, Gil Kane, the artist, Todd Klein, the letterer, Gene D'Angelo, the colorist, and Julius Swartz, the editor. Uh, Gil Kane, one of the co-creators of Iron Fist, but uh, he got around a lot during these years. Uh, Marv Wolfman, obviously, we've covered a few things by him now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he he did the worst story in our first episode No, I know that was Bendis He did the second worst story in our first episode <laughs> Yeah, you're not a fan of, of Wolfman, are you? It's, um, it was just fair enough I'm, I like him like, I read some of his comics and they're great But mm. I just think When I think of all the other big name Superman writers They're all better Sure. And that's not saying that he's bad Because he's still a big name Superman writer He's just the weakest of the bunch He's not as good Yeah, fair enough
1: well, I mean, you, you, you're, he's rubbing shoulders with a, a lot of pretty big names there, isn't he? So uh, it's high. I mean, like, he's, he's standard. His calibre is pretty high anyway.
0: Like, i put Carrie Bates a fair bit above him, you right. know, um, and they're both sort of around this era. So it's just it's just the way he writes Superman himself sometimes that I really take issue with. Mm-hmm. and his stories have never been that emotionally engaging for me okay. i can't think of any that have that sort of he's very like sort of action yeah. packed stuff and even then i think some people just do it better i don't know but okay. um anyway shall we get on to the summary yeah for sure the journey to conquer the universe begins with but a single step with Superman defeated and at his mercy, Brainiac takes him to his skull ship to be analyzed for any secrets his physiology may hide. Meanwhile, the natives of Sisters 2 wonder if they are free, to which Brainiac responds with a violent blast from his skull ship, scattering the survivors. Brainiac carries a paralyzed Superman inside his ship, explaining that he and his ship are now one, as he inserts himself into the Master Hub and starts analyzing Superman. He explains his vision before the Big Bang, that he saw a giant hand reaching toward him, and Superman's face there, making Superman his Angel of Death, destined to destroy him. Superman tries to tell Brainiac that, his, that he is wrong, but Brainiac will have none of it. After Brainiac's analysis, he slides his fingers into the central computer and begins to kill Superman with his power. However, as he does this, the natives of Sisters 2 launch plasma missiles at Brainiac's ship. While Brainiac devotes some energy to dealing with the attackers, Superman takes advantage and slips away, albeit still without his powers. Brainiac notices his ship's interior defense systems start trying to stop Superman. As Brainiac is distracted, however, two missiles pierce the hull of his ship. Enraged, Brainiac brutally retaliates and destroys the planet. He then shows this to the natives he had abducted previously and tells them to prepare for battle. Superman, meanwhile, has to use his wits to survive, and after some close calls, he eventually triumphs over Brainiac's defensives, steals his shuttle, and escapes from the Skull Ship. Brainiac sees this and gives chase. They race through an asteroid field where Superman eventually crashes into one. Much to Brainiac's horror, however, Superman emerges, his powers restored. Superman engages Brainiac's ship as the tentacles shoot out to stop him. During Superman's fight with him, Brainiac launches another homing red sun torpedo. The Superman has no choice but to try and escape it, and after flying through space with the torpedo continuously gaining, he makes a desperate gamble and flies into the heart of the yellow sun, whereupon the torpedo disintegrates. He returns to find Brainiac gone. Warped so far, not even his telescopic vision can pick him up. No doubt to recoup and plan his next next attack. Superman then returns to Metropolis to work and the life of Clark Kent, while he worries that he alone may not be able to stop Brainiac. Meanwhile, in a distant star system, Brainiac's skullship ship looms over a decimated planet. He has destroyed two planets and taken all their warriors. He has armed himself fully and re-evaluated his strategy. This time, he says, Superman will be destroyed. Well... Oh, yeah. That's that issue
1: Mm, it was a uh, yeah it was a, a thrilling one I thought I really did enjoy this um, we I saw, s- I'm sorry no you go on. I was just say we saw a lot for, Well, for me and again um, being a newbie to Superman saw a lot of different sides to him uh, and I thought it was quite uh, quite clever how Marv Wolfman uh, put Superman in certain situations But yeah
0: yeah Cool. That's actually that's kind of the one of my problems with Wolfman is how he does Superman in these situations. But uh, it was actually pretty good here. Mm-hmm. I usually don't like when Wolfman depowers Superman, but it was actually done pretty well in this issue. He, um, he does it.
1: He does it a lot, does he?
0: I've read a couple of other stories where he's done it. Okay. Um, probably years apart, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like in the seventies. Um, but yeah, I really love how Brainiac's head. Is like part of the ship. Yeah, I think it's a. You're not know a fan.
1: No, no. I oh yeah, I am. Oh, it's right. kind of it kind of integrates him into the, into the ship. It gives him a really it makes it even more of an un, unworldly kind of.
0: It's really kind of creepy when mm. it's when his head's like sort of that long. Yeah. Um, like I can I can imagine finding this a bit scary if I was like a real little kid.
1: It kind of reminded yeah. me of we we spoke about this a while ago connerell about that Superman three, the movie, and I know it has has nothing to do yeah. with Brainiac, but how that woman was assimilated oh into God. the, yeah, into the machinery. and that's what I thought with Brainiac here because I was actually expecting to see like wires and 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 rods you know attached to his arms and legs as him being part of the you know the uh, control deck that he's on as well.
0: Well, fun fact, uh, Brainiac was going to be the villain of, like, that supercomputer thing was going to be Brainiac, but they oh. didn't go with that, Um which is probably better because it probably would have been pretty terrible. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, and you would have wasted the use of Brainiac.
0: In yeah, the ex- exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God, what were they thinking? They didn't even have a Superman villain in that movie. Like, no. It was just, well, it was it was just a businessman that was a stand-in. Well,
1: yeah, Superman and then, himself, like, yeah.
0: There was the evil businessman building the supercomputer, who was just a really lame stand-in for Lex Luthor.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Then Lex comes back the next movie because he's his only villain. So the hack. But yeah. yeah, um. So if you go to page five, yep. That panel, that close-up of his, of his face on the left, I really like that.
1: So on page five. Yeah. Yep. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Me too, as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's really really sort of encapsulates this new design like just that close-up with his face i don't know but uh the the artwork's great sort of sort of funky psychedelic
1: yeah Uh, it actually reminds me a lot of i'm thinking now uh, i used to collect and and read a lot of the avengers i think it's paul ryan and and tom palmer on inks a really nice kind of artwork with you see it here with gil kane and his art um, there's a lot of, how shall I say, a lot of line work for shading. Yeah. Uh, that, that gives it a very distinct kind of look, uh, yeah. without without over cluttering it with with millions of lines. Uh, yeah, really good. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big. Uh, I can't say I'm a hundred percent a big fan of the coloring though. Uh, who's Agreed. A co- who's the colorist? Uh, Gene, yeah, Gene DiAngelo. Come on, he dropped the ball on that one. Um, come on, Gene.
0: It's the weakest part of the artwork. That's it for is, sure. isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you um well, you see that as well. Uh, it's, it seems really flat. Um, and I realise you know where in the Brainiac ship, and you know there 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 are going to be funky colours as you say, but it um yeah, it's just a bit weird. It just doesn't doesn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um. But, uh, you know, it, I don't think it hampers it enough to ruin uh, Brainiac or Superman, luckily. Yeah. Uh, Brainiac's weird, big beehive sort of design. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: You, you kind of, you get used to it anyway. I mean, like, cause, look, truth be told, when I was reading this, it wasn't like I was dwelling on the fact about the colours, you know. You, know. you kind of look at it, you go, okay, this is what we're going to get, um, and, and off you go. And, and then you get absorbed into the story. Uh question Connor L mm-hmm. uh this master programmer you do you did say last episode that there's more to it's than than meets the eye were you alluding to this or, or is there more
0: of this no master? I just I know who he is he's not oh
1: yeah okay so okay there's more
0: yeah I doubt I, I think Brainiac is I don't know exactly what like is Brainiac collusive? Like uh, he saw the thing, but it's mm. like I, I really doubt that it has a specific beef out for Brainiac. And Zoom right. Man is definitely not his angel of death. Like that's all in Brainiac's head. Yeah. Um, because the the master program, uh, is the Anti Monitor, and he's the villain of, uh, Crisis Crisis of Infinite Earths.
1: Okay. Um, okay.
0: and he is definitely above Brainiac. Like yeah. He, yeah, um, right. I, I, I think Brainiac was barely in that story as well. Um, okay. Uh, actually, no. He was actually it was re- that he was in it. It was really funny as well because Brainiac was leading the villains, and there was the Golden Age Lex and the Silver Age Lex. Um, And the Golden Age Lex is complaining that Silver Age Lex was chosen as Brainiac's right hand man. Just Ah. totally got. Actually, that's a spoiler. I won't. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty funny. Like it's um.
1: Cats out of the bag, Connerel. Yeah.
0: That's
1: okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, okay. So that's yeah. um, So I think
0: I think this is sort of like um, because because. I think it's just more they're putting like hints towards the crisis in all their books right. because it was being planned for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so this is three years before it. So yeah, they would be putting like hints in their books, you know, a couple of years before. Yeah, wow. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with Brainiac specifically. He just saw, Yeah. you know, um, plus, it, m- plus Marv Wolfman is the guy who wrote Crisis on Infinite Earths as well. Yeah. So Wow,
1: can yeah. you Im- can you imagine this is, you know, obviously pre internet where they're planting seeds like three years in advance. Yeah. Um people will just have no idea the people won't be able unless of course you just talk amongst yourselves, like your friends. But there'll be no you know, there'll be no mass discussion and speculation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Anyway, no, that,
0: that's quite interesting. That well, that's, um, that's, I guess that's when people meet at like clubs and stuff. Yeah, or, <laughs> that's it. No,
1: meet at clubs. No. They they take their Superman comics with them. Well, um, you know,
0: like meet at nerd clubs and stuff. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, I thought you meant like nightclubs. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, no, but uh, yeah, it's good. Another little thing, just with Brainiac here. I know we are we are really pouring through this uh, issue. Um, Brainiac, okay. One of the little slights that I had with him here is depiction. Okay, he's meant to be this all knowing, all seeing, very logical kind of android, right? Um, devoid of. He doesn't of any, know everything. He <laughs> doesn't know everything. Devoid of any, um, you know, humanity and such. Yet he has this strong belief, almost a faith. Uh, it's very kind of pseudo religious, where he talks about the master programmer and Superman as this angel of death. Like, that is, to me, totally illogical. And that he wouldn't have been able to come up with that unless he has some sort of faith or belief in himself for that sort of thing, you know? How how did he come to the conclusion that Superman is an angel of death?
0: Because, well, we know because he saw Superman's face before the Big Bang, Um, which could could just be like a wire flashing for his eyes thing. It could be like a... You know, so he's like, oh, he's the angel it, It's weird. It is weird, though, like, mm. the the phrasing angel of death and stuff. Like, I don't remember this coming up. Maybe it came up in the Brainiac scenes in Crisis on Infinite Earths, because yeah. I, I can't remember, but I don't remember this being brought up in Crisis or anything. Okay. Um, Superman was definitely not any, like, Superman was not a game piece that it was trying to use or anything. So... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, and it, like as you're right, it's like the terminology specifically Angel of Death mm. is strange. Yeah, and Brainiac doesn't show up again until Christ on Infinite Earths after this story. Ah, and then after that, it's no longer this version of Brainiac. So, were you saying you know, cri- were like, you
1: saying Crisis on Infinite Earth was, was that the equivalent to Infinity Gauntlet? Was that what you were saying before?
0: No, no, no. Crisis oh. on Earths rebooted everything.
1: Oh, okay, right.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, we, we did say that George Perez did do the art for both, though. Ah, okay. Because okay. they were both big, like, cosmic-scale events. Um,
1: yeah, okay. So, th- yeah, this was the one that we were talking to, uh, were talking about before, Crisis on Inf- Infinite Earth.
0: Yeah, that, that yeah. rebooted sort of a lot of things. Um, okay. Braini- Brainiac was one of the things that got rebooted. So this version of Brainiac isn't there. Mm. So after this story, as I said, he doesn't show up to crisis, and then he's gone. So I, we never really um, – maybe I'll have to flick through crisis again. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know.
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, it makes me want to read this crisis
0: on infinite earth. Oh, man. It's uh,
1: – Is it good? It's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it's good. Um, It's – You're not selling it to me. Come on. no no no, i think it's good it's just it's 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 just packed full as i said i think nearly if not every nearly every single dc character appears in that book so you're going to spend half of your time on the internet researching who all these characters are while you're reading it oh 546
1: Um, was was hard enough for me
0: oh man it's (laughs) way like like and the other thing is it's not like crisis has oh so he is like he has three main characters. They're the protagonists in this event. No, it's, it's all over the place. Like, there's no clear protagonist. Okay. Um, in the book, uh, until mm. like the very, until like the very end, I guess there's sort of a, I don't know. But I mean that there's there's two protagonists in the book, but they're made specifically for that event. Mm-hmm. So none of the pre-existing characters, like there's obviously. Superman shows up a lot but he's yeah. not like you know he's not even a main character until the last couple of issues okay because of the way like because they had to fit all these characters in so it's just yeah it's just it's chock pack full so I would hold off until you know a bit more I don't know okay. we could just we could just go on and read it and just have like the internet near you and spend like a couple of days just <laughs> going through it okay just
1: let it just wash over me first. Just, just take it in, just whatever it is, and then probably reread it. And uh, as you say, take the, uh, you know. Um, all, but you're right. It's also
0: like 12 issues long. Okay. And there is, uh, uh, since, you know, I guess, spoiler but not spoiler, Superman's a big part of the ending. Um, spoiler yeah. because it's that, but on the other hand, it's Superman and it's like a big DC thing, so.
1: Yeah, of course. He'd be in there somewhere.
0: Yeah. And there is, there is superman tie issues that you pretty much have to read okay but they're not included in the collected editions or anything so you have to like oh. go out and find them which is really annoying because it introduces in one of those back issues it introduces like a key character yeah um so it's just like yeah come on like Christ a key us. character in the ending and yeah. who ends up being a key character in infinite crisis as well right and like, yeah, for some reason, those issues just aren't included in the collected thing. So it's, it's just comic books, man. Like, that's, like big events, okay, but having really mandatory stuff in tie-in books, yeah. that's really annoying.
1: But no, that's fine, but as long as that is included in the complete collection. Yeah, but it never is. I know. <laughs> well, that's silly, isn't it? That's a silly bit. That's a silly bit. It should be. It should be included. It should be I'll have to check
0: when they release Damnation because I'm really curious as to what they're going to include in that. I'm hoping they include everything. Because Damnation, like the Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange tie-ins are mandatory for that story to even work. Absolutely.
1: If there are no Doctor Strange tie-ins, then what's the point? Like Without
0: without the Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider tie-ins, the story doesn't actually work. You cannot read Damnation. Yeah. Yeah, if you read Damnation one to four, you're going to get a shitty story that has heaps exactly. of gaps in it. You exactly. need to read those tie-in issues, and if I'm um, just if the like the trade or whatever doesn't yep. include those tie-ins, it's just going to be like why Marvel? <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, I won't buy. I'll, I'm willing to buy it if it's got everything in there. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to buying it as long as it has everything in there. But yeah, we'll have to see. So
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'd, I'd buy the Iron Fist tie-ins Really good by the oh, I enjoyed that as well yeah yeah but oh. uh anyway Damnation uh, Ray and I sort of collaborated before yes. on a crossover with our podcast and a couple of other ones called that's Damnation it. it was a Marvel magic event that's it uh, uh,
1: which For you, know, you, uh, you you DC centric uh, listeners uh, yeah as Connor said it was a Marvel event um, Ghost Rider um, Doctor Strange uh, who else have we got Scarlet Spider. There was a bit of Moon Knight. It wasn't too much. Uh,
0: Iron Fist as <laughs> Iron well. Iron Fist, yeah. So it yeah. Was
1: really good, really good.
0: Yeah, uh, mostly.
1: Mostly, actually, it wasn't that good. Actually, as, it was.
0: Aside aside yeah. from the fact that you didn't need any characters outside of Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider, like you yeah. could have. Yeah, yeah. There was. It, it should have just been a Doctor Strange story featuring Ghost Rider. Like that's really all you needed. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and the the strongest issues
0: were, I believe, the Doctor Strange issues. But um, they got our money, so it worked. They did. They
1: did. They, <laughs> did. they got us.
0: Oh, maybe these will be really important to the story. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho,
1: we, we must um, forge on.
0: Yes. Uh, so any more notes? Let's see. I do like some of these quotes by Brainiac. Like, I will pursue him to the reaches of the Father star. So the mm. coldest reaches, like, a lot of some of this dialogue is very epic in quality and scale. Um, <laughs>
1: and then you have this one that really sucked for me, a little note for, for dialogue. Uh, it's when Superman, he's powerless because he's been depowered, and he finds himself up against a, a, a door, and these little droids come and get him. And he says, "Oh, great! Here comes Brainiac's computer dogs moving in for the kill." <laughs> well, it was a nice life while it lasted. I mean, <laughs> that was a pretty cheesy bit of um, yeah, yeah, dialogue. It was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, as I said, yeah, I yeah, problems with my specifically Superman's dialogue when Marl Wolfman writes him. He's he's mm. he's fine except for that in this. But yeah, sometimes like Superman or. Yeah, there was there was a time when Superman lost his powers and he was freaking out. He's like, Wow, this must be what you know, normal people Batman feels like all the time and it's like, dude, uh, <laughs> I read a story with you that was set I've read plenty of stories of you that was set before this, where you dealt with the loss of your powers fine. Yeah. And, you know just used your wits instead. Like it's just I don't know. Yeah. Was Wolfman the Bendis of the seventies and eighties. Well tune in be. for. I, I like the part where Brainiac just destroys their planet for uh, hitting his ship. <laughs>
1: yeah, he doesn't uh, mess around, does he? He's he, just uh, reduced
0: to molten.
1: Yeah, um, there's no, uh, there's no halfway for him. It's all or nothing. Um, yeah. So uh, he's a, certainly a terror. And I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed seeing Superman um, pilot a ship. It's not often you see that because he's so
0: yeah. self-sufficient, isn't he? Because he has... And an interesting note was his super sensors were still working, just yeah. not his... Uh, which is why he could pilot it, really, through yep. the asteroid belt. Um, oh, yeah,
1: reflexes, sights, and all that sort of stuff. Um, very good. Very fortunate that he actually he got his powers back just as he crashed.
0: Use the Force, Luke. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I had to do it. Um, although, yeah unlike Luke, Superman just crashed into an asteroid. So but yes, very fortunate he has his powers back. Yeah. Um I love how depressed Brainiac looks after he sees him on the monitor. Yeah. He just he, looks sad. He's like, oh.
1: <laughs> and and it just continues such in, in um in five, four, six, you know, we'll get to that as well. Brainiac starts really getting depressed. I mean, uh, defeat. he has a defeatist attitude towards himself. Um, you know, accepting almost that Superman is just too good a foe, an opponent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know, the artwork's great. You know, when he's fighting the tentacles and he's flying through space, yep. trying to dodge that red sun torpedo thing. Mm-hmm. When he flies into the sun, that was awesome. Yes. I really love the artwork on that big page.
1: Well, I loved it also as well, how that red sun torpedo or missile, how it was affecting him. So you got a bit of tension there because he was starting to lose breath. He was, uh, what was it? He was heating up. Um, Yeah, he
0: was slowly losing his powers. And it was a very stent time because he needs to get to the sun quick or he'll burn up in the sun burn up in space.
1: Yeah, so I like that little, um, little technique there from Marv Wolfman.
0: Yeah, because it's, if it was Red Sun anywhere else, he just aren't um, powerless again, but like, it would kill him because he's in space, so as soon as he loses his powers, he's a dead man.
1: Mm. I never but, knew this about this Red Sun. I always just thought Kryptonite was Superman's thing. I've never heard of this Red Sun.
0: Kryptonite, Red Sun, and Magic. They're the big three. Ooh, Magic. Except Kryptonite's actually, like, poison to his insides as opposed to the other two, which just make him lose his powers well magic sorry just affects him like it would affect anyone Kryptonite's like actively poison to him so but didn't um, um also in 546 he mentions the some of the goons
1: have uh red sun bullets which will affect him i, I thought that was insinuating that that actually could kill him
0: well um, because it was turned into a weapon like yeah. a like a lethal laser weapon that would yeah. like pierce through him and kill him i guess yeah um, yeah but uh, yeah, I mean, all this cosmic stuff's awesome. Just flying through the asteroids, like I just love artwork for this era, cosmic mm-hmm. shenanigans, you know.
1: Yeah, oh, I I love it as well. Like, I'm looking at, I really love that splash page of Superman through the through the sun, you know, um, yeah. taking the thing. Uh, and Wolfman does introduce a bit of science in, in on it as well. I mean, I think I can't from from memory there were little tidbits, little notes on um, you know sunspots, stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, really good so he ties it in you know to to real science
0: yeah yeah no it, it's a it's a good it's a it's a good story it's definitely not bad like i, I warmed mm. to it on my second reading and like it, it's so large and scale and it's flying through space with that awesome 80s space artwork mm-hmm. you know you can't go wrong with that yeah. uh large scale sort yeah. of stuff planets are being destroyed like so easily um yeah, yeah. Uh, screw you guys my big ship
1: yeah.
0: um so yeah i guess uh anything else or shall we do ratings for this one
1: uh just quickly having a look uh, anything else no you're depowered no yeah i'm fine yeah ratings let's let's give it a go
0: okay you go first
1: let's um ratings out of mm, what would be good
0: um, uh, how many Red Sun Torpedoes?
1: Yeah, I was okay. I was about to say that's something similar. <laughs> uh, I would give this... Actually, I enjoyed this f- far more than the one in 554, the anniversary issue for the 45th year. Uh, I can't remember what I gave that one. I'd give this 6.5 one...
0: 6.5, you gave that one. Oh,
1: really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, this has got to be more than that. I'll give this a... Oh, I'll give this a 7... Seven <laughs> and a half. Seven and a half. Red Sun uh, torpedoes.
0: Yeah. I'm going to. Mm, I'm gonna slap. Uh, I'm gonna slap six point five on this. Okay, I. Yep. Okay, so I know I gave last week's a 6.5 as well, but I thought I enjoyed this one a lot more than last week's. But for me, uh, some of the patchy colouring prevents... Because the 7 is, like, good. Like, it's pretty good. Um, You're
1: you're reflecting exactly my sentiments, Connor. But Sorry, go on, but you're exactly... I'm exactly the same, but go on. (laughs)
0: Some of the patchy colouring kills it a bit, um, but there's some really awesome stuff in here. And, you know, the reason, I guess, I enjoy this more, but the re- what really dragged the other one up to a 6.5 was Brainiac himself and, like, the cool journey he took as, like, a data stream.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I think this was overall better. Um, yeah. But that one had some really standout moments as well. I mean, I liked the scale and stuff, uh, but, you know, it, did, and it at the same time, nothing really blew me away. Like, it was awesome, yeah. it was epic, but it is, you know... no. So, yep. 6.5 is still good. It just it just doesn't get that 7 from me, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I- yeah you're
1: right. So, sorry. It's just I wish I, I gave it a little less because I was thrown back by the 6.5 when you told me I gave that last week. To me, that was too high. Um, so, I was exactly <laughs> like you. Um, like, so I, I couldn't give it 6.5, this one, 6.5, because it's clearly, for me, better than the one we did last episode. So, anyway, I'm going to have to just stick to my guns then. But... It's- I- I do it's care, still worth exactly. reading. Oh, it is absolutely. I, it's I still enjoy good. This. still yeah, worth yeah, yeah. if you
0: like big yeah. cosmic battles. If you like yep. Brainiac, it's still definitely worth reading. Yep. Um, I guess because a lot of the thing with today is the way scores are sorted and played. A lot of people probably think six is a bad score, and it's really not. No. It's still good. It's still above the mediocre line. It is, you know. So, so it,
1: it's it's readable. It's certainly readable and potentially rereadable, but it just isn't one of those ones that kind of sticks with you in your mind, you know, after you finish reading it.
0: Yeah, Potent- th- it's, yeah. It's a good. It's a this whole trilogy, I think, is a good showcase of, you know, kind of how powerful Brainiac is in terms of scale and stuff. Yeah. Just to, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I think for people so.
0: looking for a superman villain that isn't kryptonian or lex Luthor, you know um yeah. but yeah so i guess more on that though i guess after we cover the next one
1: yeah and and just finally as well it, for me it had a, a nice uh, amount of, of action in it as well so wolfman albeit his dialogue may be a bit patchy um there was things constantly happen, happening, you know, and moving the story on and not just for the sake of, you know, there wasn't action just for the sake of it. It was Superman trying to trying to get out, trying to escape, yeah. um, and then him trying to elude the, the the Red Sun Torpedo. So there's all these scenarios and I found it was quite engaging in that sense.
0: Yeah, they had the, as you said, there was tension, uh, creative yep. thought into put into how to solve these yeah. obstacles, Yep. yep. Um, like Superman tries blocking the rays and then the rays just change color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yes, yeah, that that stuff as well. Uh how Bria Brainiac's drones actually uh adapted. I thought that was really cool. I thought that yeah. I really like that idea. It's yeah. a
0: it's a it's a it's a really fun, fast paced uh brainiac story that pushes Superman to his limits.
1: Hmm. Um,
0: which is, you know which is what you want from a good uh you know, brainiac or good big hitter villain story really.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you don't want the villain to feel like they're not a threat because That's it, yeah. And Um, this
1: shows Superman as well, really in his element, El, You know, he's not saving a dog crossing the road. Uh, Here we go. He is doing something. You ask, you ask a
0: lot of Superman fans. Saving that dog crossing the road (laughs) is his element, and not stuff.
1: (laughs) Um, I had to, had to get that in there anyway.
0: Well, there's a bit on that in the next issue as well. So (laughs) yeah. yeah. um, Okay, so next up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have Action Comics five forty six special guest stars: the Justice League of America and the New Teen Titans. So this cover, uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's
1: again, it's not it's not one of his strengths, is it? Gil Kane. I mean, he didn't. No, n- it's yeah. not. He didn't nail it with five four five, and this one's not much better at all. It's um, I don't know. Again, it's it's got a, a bit of a cluttered sense to it. Um, and Superman has got a weird cape arrangement.
0: Um, and he has the negative space, in his S is black instead of yellow as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah. I get it also as well. I mean, it's plastered all over the front cover. You've got guest starring the Justice League of America and yep. the new Teen Titans. So, I mean, we're not in 90s territory yet, but, you know, early to mid 80s uh they're using that as as promo to kind of draw in readers right
0: yeah Mm. um yeah it it reminds me a lot of the cover to the panic in the sky thing which is another brainiac story but post-crisis uh by the way pre-crisis is like silver bronze age golden age superman post-crisis is modern superman Uh. but pre new 52 Jeez! <laughs> Keep track of all these timelines, guys. Yeah, I'm glad um,
1: you're you're with us here on this journey, Connor L. It's uh, it's it seems quite complex.
0: Yeah, post crisis is like 1986 to 2011. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty much modern, most modern Superman is post crisis. Yeah, uh, if we just weigh time. Um, but yes. Anyway, yeah, it reminds me of that cover because that that had a big team up and a white background as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. this, this cover though, like the white background doesn't work with how dark the characters all are. Yeah. And I
1: kind of get it. Um, the focus is meant to be on all the characters. Hence, I guess there's not much in the background. So you, you're just seeing them all. Um, geez, there's a lot of them are there. And, uh, uh, but yeah, it's just too dark. There's a lot of, a lot of shading. Uh, as you mentioned, Superman's, there's a lot of black, a lot of shadow uh, and, and yeah. everything just seems thick. Like the inking seems thick.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does. It's 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 weird. Uh, Gil Kane does the inking in this issue as well. Yeah, just, okay. Did he do it in the last issue? I don't think he did do it in the last issue. Oh, no, he did. He did Never as mind. well? Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, um, he's, he's cracked open the 0. .6 pens for this one. It's, it's a bit, a bit <laughs> thick on the thick side. And all these characters kind of, Ill. you know, as a newbie, uh, you're going to have to tame. I mean, I, I, I recognize a lot of the, the very... Familiar ones, but you know, there's a dude there that uh, looks like he's a Jack in the Box. Um, you know, there's another Flash. There's a I don't know who that who that lady is at the top. She's got a couple of uh, Zatana, right? Is, is that is that yeah, Zatanna? She's got Z with,
0: earrings so. with an awful costume. Oh my god, that's not her. usual. Right? that's not her uh, usual not
1: her, her no. Her costume.
0: usual costume is sort of like the just the fishnet stockings with the top hat. And, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I'm the, familiar
0: with that. Yeah. Um, you know, just the sort of magician uh-huh. one where it's the obviously they've tried to give her a, a superhero sort of costume. Yeah. And this it's like I'm not gonna slap tights on John Constantine, you know? Yeah <laughs> and uh so. and you got Cyborg. he's uh
1: he's black. Uh
0: he's a bit <laughs> He's a bit too... Uh, you can only see his eye. Yeah. Like, um, his hair yeah. is the same colour as his skin. It's so dark. Yeah. And it's they, crazy.
1: Yeah, and um, just before there's any misunderstandings, and for those who don't know the cover, he literally is uh, is black. Um, so, yeah, a little too dark. He's got that little speck for the eye. Um, but we know it's him because of the half face, right? Obviously.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you can't cause... Racist because I'm I'm the only full white guy on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So you know, diplomatic immunity. Ray might have been at diversity hire, I guess, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I've
1: got to fill that quota. So yeah, yeah. got to fill
0: the quota. There's too many white people on my other podcast. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, this this cover corner l. It's uh, it doesn't get you off on a good start
0: no it doesn't it sucks uh Mm. the title is called showdown uh i'll just point that out so yeah do we want to get into the plot of this story then yeah let's do it okay so Uh, 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 um. (laughs) right okay superman sits on his central computer in the fortress of solitude trying to get data on the new brainiac he, set, he gets up a schematic of Brainiac and discovers he is made of living metal, before the computer crashes. Superman leaves the fortress in frustration, going to his apartment to get some r as Clark Kent when he is called into work by his boss Morgan Edge. After spotting Brainiac's skull ship with his telescopic vision however, he snaps at Edge and flies off to the Justice League watchtower to get help against Brainiac. He enters miss Wally West, Kid Flash, asking Barry Allen, the main Flash, advice on whether to continue being a Teen Titan or stay in school. Superman informs him of Brainiac's arrival and his need for help. While the rest of the Justice League is summoned, Wally offers the help of the Teen Titans, which Superman gratefully accepts. Several minutes later, the whole, JLA, the whole of the JLA and the Teen Titans are assembled and start discussing a plan when Brainiac's ship is spotted over New York City. Brainiac just starts deploying the armies he's collected, all mind-controlled and using his advanced technology. The JLA with Superman and the Teen Titans go swiftly to New York and engage the armies in battle. As the battle rages on, Cyborg states they need to go after Brainiac himself. Starfire attempts this and attacks Brainiac's ship but is knocked back and stunned by his force field. Luckily, Red Tornado happens to catch her on the way down. Superman, meanwhile, agrees with Cyborg, but is being chased by a few of Brainiac's soldiers, who are all outfitted with red sun lasers weaponized into lethal force. In addition, Brainiac has outfitted his soldiers with gear that leeches off Superman's powers, temporarily powering them before disintegrating them, with which Superman only realizes after trying to lose them by digging through a mountain and seeing them disappear. Superman then flies to his fortress to try and find an answer on how to defeat Broniac, but his computer is still fried. He realizes that the last time it stopped working was due to high sunspot activity which plays havoc with electronic devices. Meanwhile, the battle between the JLA, the Titans and Brainiac's armies rage on, but they are outnumbered. The Flash is wounded, and Superman flies up into space. Brainiac gives pursuit, figuring Superman has come up with some sort of plan. Superman is indeed trying to bait Brainiac into following him to the sun, but Brainiac hits Superman with his powerful tractor beams. Superman realises Brainiac is putting all of his power into the tractor beam so flies towards the hull, planning to break through it, forcing Brainiac to stop the beams and put up his force field. Superman then bounces off the force field and flies towards the sun. Brainiac still follows and not, does not understand Superman's plan. As Brainiac's ship draws to the surface of the sun, Superman creates great winds to cool the surface and create the effects of sunspots. Brainiac starts losing power and shutting down. But suddenly, he uses his backup power to go into hyperspace and escape, all too quick for Superman to stop him. With Brainiac gone, the warriors return to their senses, and Superman promises to find them a new planet to live on. Superman and Wonder Woman then look into the sky, hoping that when Brainiac returns, they will be ready.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty good synopsis for this issue. Um, Yep. There's a lot, a lot here. Look, the first thing, you know, we're going to bounce around with this. The first thing, and I did approach you, Connor L, online about this very point. Brainy act for someone that is meant to be quite smart, he seems to be out of the loop, uh, or or kind of just flummoxed a lot of the time by what Superman is doing. Yeah. Um, could he not have used his intellect to? I guess, whittle down the probabilities of what, what the potential outcome would be. And, and, you know, that's what I was kind of expecting from Brainiac. But he seemed to to be a little flustered by it all.
0: Yeah. I think I think Brainiac is definitely not as good as he thinks he is. Not mm. as smart as he thinks he is. Like, he's still extremely smart, but, you know, he did get tricked by Superman in the mm. assistance. He's like, why is Superman flying towards the sun? Um, yeah, Obviously... Yeah, I I thought it was actually a pretty cool solution. I oh. thought it was a cool way to defeat Brainiac. Me, but, too, um, me
1: too, absolutely.
0: You know, uh, Brainiac obviously doesn't know everything. Yeah, yeah. And but he's yeah, be, I guess
1: he's meant to be twelve level or something, isn't he? Fourteen level or something?
0: Or oh, something? he's he's way above twelve level intelligence. Oh, now, now. Oh, that's right, because yeah, he's yeah. gone
1: into the the whole yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, there you go. But um, yeah. but you're right. I do I do like the solution. That um it is it is Marv Wolfman, isn't it? It is. Um yes. I, I do like what he's done. I kept on thinking of a a chess match actually and how Superman basically had Brainiac, you know, one or two moves from checkmate. So Brainiac was trying to to stop Superman and so he had to use his tractor beam, but that would actually weaken his defenses. It was a win win situation for Superman, I thought. I I thought I was pretty smart. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it was good and I d- I did like how Superman launched the frontal assault on Brainiac while he was being pulled in which forces Brainiac to use his force field and yeah. you know he's kind of playing mind games with Brainiac as well. Yeah. Because we we have figured out Brainiac is kind of scared of him. Yeah. Does Superman because, know that? No. Um I'm not sure. I mean, uh, it doesn't really go into, most of Superman's thought process that we get is just trying to figure out how to stop Brainiac because he thinks Brainiac is, you know, going to trash a planet, Mm. which is an understandable concern, (laughs) really, considering (laughs) what he's been doing, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. No. Um,
0: Yeah, but that is is a plan of Brainiac not knowing. I guess there's, you could count it to many things like hubris. Mm-hmm you know, or just, just like an oversight, no matter how smart you are, sometimes you just miss things.
1: Yeah, um, I know, I, I'm still Maybe sca-
0: Brainiac yeah. wasn't aware yeah. of, th- he wasn't aware that sunspots would wreak havoc. Oh,
1: surely he would know. With he, him. He's gone through time, time and space, hasn't he? He's encapsulated everything, hasn't he?
0: Or like, you know. Sunspots messing with computers, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. um, yeah yeah it, it's it's it, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the biggest hole in this story and mm. the biggest flaw. it It doesn't ruin it too much for me, but at the same time, yeah. it it makes it pretty shaky, like the, there's yeah, look, the, that gap in sort of logic,
1: yeah. but I mean, look, hey, look, as you say as well, and it happens with all comic book fans, we do tend to love to analyze and pick at stuff when we are actually expected to suspend our disbelief anyway i mean we're talking about a, a you know an artificial intelligence yeah. you know, that's come in you know and we believe well, all of that well that's
0: true though yeah. they have established these rules like at the start of this story arc mm. so i don't really feel like this is too much nitpicking because they've established that brainiac has absorbed all of this knowledge yeah
1: yeah
0: you know like they made a point of establishing that yeah, so in fact yeah, i'll true, go back true, true. i'll go back and see how they word it if it's from like brainiacs because if it's brainiac saying he's absorbed all knowledge yeah you know, maybe he's this stuff but if, if it's like the book saying brainiac has yeah absorbed everything
1: yeah i mean because it's it's fair enough you can i don't know um and and you know there's a lot of there are a lot of comic book readers out there so everyone's different but you, you know you are expected to kind of let things go go every one or two th- you know one or two things go yeah. but you're right though they do if they do make a certain point that he has reached this level of of intellect and awareness then you yeah i mean i think it is fair to say that you would question why why doesn't he pick up what superman's doing why doesn't he at least at least wolfman could have gone okay well my brain my computer brain computes that this this and this would be the scenario you know and that that would be a lot more believable uh, and and even if he overlooks th- what superman's doing at least you can see that he's actually he's actually going through a process of trying to find out what's happening rather than brainiac just going oh what's going on what is he doing you, you, you know it kind of leaves yeah. him with a bit bit of a matzo ball on the face there
0: yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, you're right. You, you can't suspend disbelief, and they they've spent so much effort setting up Brainiac as this really mm. terrifying, all-knowing foe but then he doesn't know. Yeah. This. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, know, so like that's that's the whole gimmick they're going for with Brainiac. Mm. But um, I am flicking through here. And I'm obviously flicking through, so I might miss it, but I can't find anything saying he's absorbed every single piece of knowledge.
1: You're looking at 544, yeah?
0: Yeah, he's Uh just absorbed, you know, uh, let's see. And then simply moves on now, understanding his mission, now controlling his total being and absorbs information that is scattered across a hundred galaxies. No world is ignored, no culture unprobed, well, no yeah. knowledge is untapped. Well, that, that, that's pretty... Yeah. That's, okay, that's that's pretty specific. And that's yeah. talking about when he's a data stream. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, there is a chance a hundred galaxies, you know, all a wealth of knowledge, and maybe that 101 galaxy <laughs> is ours, and he's missed the, the thing about the sunspots. There's a small possibility, but you'd think that that encapsulates
0: a lot yeah yeah and maybe you just had too much information that's
1: it. <laughs> that's it that's <laughs> it but you know anyway that, that was a big one I thought and I thought we'd probably just kick off the um, our thoughts of this review on that um, what are the other big themes that, that sprung out for you Conor well
0: oh there's my notes there there was a I did like a neat bit of a, Little bit of dialogue, starting to enjoy his Clark Kent life more. Mm-hmm. You know, he envies when his problems—his biggest problem used to be trying to figure out how to plug a volcano. Yeah, that was good. And now he's, you know, got all this stuff. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, the the team up was cool. Mm-hmm. If, um, I guess all they really did though was just hold off the armies on Earth.
1: Yeah yeah uh, and and I guess there's a different perspective for yourself L being the um the super fan so you've probably seen these team ups you know a plenty you know in in later issues to come and in some before for me it was quite new i mean because I, I didn't recognize a, lo- a lot of them uh, look, look I just noticed as well green arrow is in there but he just disappears <laughs> did you see him I, um he's if you look on page seven s- look on page seven you see he's his shoulder, his left shoulder, and a bit of his hair. He's at the bottom right.
0: Like, yeah, I see that, actually. God, like, I, yeah, I didn't remember spotting Green yeah. Arrow. Um, and, uh, um, yeah. It was... Well, I mean, Superman doesn't call in, you know, help a lot. Mm. So this was, you know, this was a pretty big deal, I guess. It's just, The whole thing with the Teen Titans that I find kind of funny, though, mm. is like... Uh, is um like the teenagers, and Superman's like, yeah, I'll take their help.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think about that as well. Like, and I, I know a lot of people like the likes of the Teen Titans. When I was younger, as well, I I really loved the New Warriors. Um, and then yeah. you have the likes of the Champions. Now, I'm I'm a bit older, and I've kind of passed by that phase of of kind of um. Finding and seeing in a kinship with with the younger members, I can imagine a younger reader looking at this. Um, obviously, wouldn't be thinking, "Oh, why is Superman asking for younger help?" You know, because you yeah, you are that this age. This is yeah.
0: this is one of the cases where you sort of suspend your disbelief, I guess. Mm. Um, be, you know, because the Teen Titans are massively, especially around this time, they were so popular it was crazy. Right. Like, I think Teen Titans might have been their biggest book for a while, oh. as well. Like, they were hugely popular.
1: They're um, still so. They're still popular now, aren't they? Or?
0: They're still popular now. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. still really popular now. I mean, they got TV show. Uh, they mm. still have a devoted fan base. Um, you know, but they were they were massive then. Like they were. Teen Titans from what I understand, they were like a massive saving grace for DC. Like it really boosted them up. Yeah, right. A lot.
1: Ah. I've
0: I've never been partial to Teen Titans. I've nothing against them. As as people with my Iron Fist podcast will know, my listeners there, I'm not mm. that big into teams. Sure. Unless they're teams like Fan like a family like Fantastic Four. Okay, I'm into yeah. that. Defenders um, I just, Do you like Defenders? No. Oh, with Doctor Strange and stuff? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, no, they're cool. I've never really read much Defenders, but uh, they're fine. It's just I really don't like the, I don't know, the sort of like X-Men and Teen Titans dynamic where you'll have like love triangles and stuff and that sort of drama. I'm really not into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not really... I'm really into the, the more of the again showing my age. I mean, it's more of the the '90s X-Men and and before that as well. Um, the whole thing now with the the school of youngsters and there's a whole a lot of students coming through. I really like the old guard, you know, um, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Wolverine, Storm, uh, Rogue, all that sort of. But they've become like teachers now, haven't they? And and uh, I didn't mind the relationships. I thought they were, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know, this, when yeah. I read a
0: comic, I just, like, I don't really want to read about this relationship <laughs> stuff. I just think it's, you know... Yeah, yeah. Um, There's... Uh, mind blank for a second. Ah. Damn, thwarted. Uh, I it's a red sign. Is it a red said, sun, Colbo? I would have said something really awesome, but... Oh, yeah, no, I read all of uh, Rick... How do you pronounce it? Rick Remeda? Remeda? Uh,
1: Rick, uh, Rick Remender, I hear people say. So.
0: Remender. Okay. Yeah. So I read his... Back when I was a huge Deadpool fan, mm-hmm. um, I read all of his Uncanny X-Force. Ah, yes. And that was a really good run. He's quite bleak, isn't he? Isn't he? He usually has a bleak edge to him. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. run wasn't like... Okay. It was... It was pretty bleak, I guess. Deadpool was sort of the comic relief, but he ended up being like the quote-unquote emotional heart of the team. Um, (laughs) Sure. uh, But, like, I remember Psylocke was in it, and I hate Psylocke after reading that run because... Mm -hmm she had a romance with every single member of that team besides Ah. Deadpool. But she had a – like, and that's what I mean. That's why I hate this relationship crap. It's like, God damn, it's the same writer too. Just like a (laughs) romance with every single member of the team. And it's like, gee, can you get another woman on the team? Spread the love of it. I don't know. Because it's (laughs) like – it was just frustrating reading it because I really don't care about the romance subplot. But they just go through the motions and do one for everyone on the team. And they were like big plot points too. Yeah. Yeah. So she was in a romance with Angel, Archangel first.
1: Yeah, I think she still is or something, isn't she? I don't know. There's some sort of connection
0: there. then it was Phantom X, who I found really obnoxious, by the way. Oh, he's meant to be, though. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he still obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was uh, Wolverine. Mm. And when it started oh. being Wolverine, I just... I just putting my hands on my face and i'm just like oh come on can we not do this again let's <laughs> right deal with two like romances come on psylocke just stick to one dude all right <laughs> uh so yeah that 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 run i really liked it but it also kind of summarizes what i hate about team books as well uh, okay Fair so on. yeah yeah
1: I, I don't know i i team books like yeah because i funnily enough yeah i don't i don't follow that many team books as well uh found following a lot of solo books but i never really picked that up really i was just just part and parcel of it um i did stop collecting the x-men for a while x-factor that's my that's i really do love peter david's x have you read that peter david's x-factor x-factor no yeah with multiple man oh man really Uh, really good stuff
0: my main knowledge of multiple man is uh him being i guess uh, an obstacle for Deadpool's affections of Siren so ah uh, yeah yeah
1: well there's a bit of relations yeah there's they're going to re- anyway hang on we're, we're getting off tracky um, yes uh, relationships that's what we're talking about was it yeah
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah I guess the, we can just we can just end the discussion here because it doesn't really loop back to this at all. So no, no, no exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, no segue there. Um, yeah. Look, look. I thought with the Teen Titans and Justice League of America, sure they were used. They were blatantly used by Marv Wolfman um, Really, as a here they are, welcome. They really didn't add much other than stave off the throng of of this faceless army that comes yeah. to Earth. It really was that was just secondary and. You know, rightly so. It is a Superman book, and it was more about Superman and Brainiac. I found it, their use by Wolfman was was to justify justify this uh, confrontation in the end with Brainiac and Superman.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah. I I enjoyed seeing them because mm-hmm. I know all of them, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. How he teams up with all these people, but yeah. uh, at the same time, it's like, well, you know, it's not like it's not like this is a really important part of the story like their presence because yeah. yeah. the struggle as you said is still like it's still primarily between superman and brainiac specifically And mm. um, they're just there to hold off the army uh they're probably integrated better than the guys in damnation were oh <laughs> yeah for sure uh, absolutely well th- you know, this is
1: an example of doesn't matter whether you're in the 80s or present day you could really just cock up <laughs> you know yeah guest appearances yeah
0: uh, and a lot of these most of the people here had their names mentioned and sort of did something mm. i guess yeah uh they did in damnation as well but they just felt so pointless yeah, yeah their presence was... whereas these that these guys served a purpose even if it was you know and we have that little moment where superman thinks uh wally west kid flash and Put education before. Oh, yeah. A nice little... Superhero. Yep.
1: Yeah. Nice little message to the youngsters who were reading as well. Yeah. Stay in school. Very good. Where was Batman? Isn't he part of the JLA? What was happening? Uh, Where was our friend Batman?
0: I don't think he's part of the JLA at this point. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if he's formed the Outsiders yet. He got fed up with the JLA and their oh, stupid rules, so he went good, and formed his so own. Yeah. Typical. He formed his own club called the Outsiders. Ah, oh,
1: typical. Anyway.
0: Um... <laughs> Uh, but like even back back in these days, Batman was not as prevalent as he is in any crossover. Right. Uh, like Cross on Infinite Earths, Batman isn't even in that that much. Oh. You know, whereas if he did that today, he'd be like front and center along with, yeah, Superman and Wonder Woman. It was a lot.
1: Yeah. You know. You know, I was listening a little. Uh, again, a little side note, Conrail. I was listening to another podcast. Uh, I won't promote them because I can't remember who they are, and they were telling wow. me they were, tell, they, they were telling me the sales. I can't remember. I can't remember. They were telling me the sales, you know, current sales, and Batman comics are just blowing it out of the water. It's crazy the amount that they that they shift compared to like you know you get lowly titles right and. Yeah, anything around twenty thousand units is is apparently you're struggling or whatever twenty thousand. Okay, I think Batman was still shifting. Oh, I don't know. I think four hundred thousand something like that. It's like massive amounts. So yeah. they are way. I uh, just, just. I mean, I guess it just amazes me, and I, I just wanted to say that he's come in leaps and bounds. I guess from from the eighties to to now.
0: Oh, yeah. Batman! I mean, it, yeah. God, when he's always been popular. And then the Dark Knight Returns happened, and it just went yeah. kaboom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. So yeah, like I'm pretty sure Batman's the biggest seller consistently. Yep. Uh, generally, along with like Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, actually, speaking of Superman, I was talking to my local comic shop mm-hmm. guys, and they they were saying you know Superman and Wonder Woman they're always big sellers, but they're not like. Mm-hmm top of the food chain they're just consistently good but apparently uh since bendis has taken over superman sales have gone up by 60 percent. whoa which is crazy yeah
1: well you got the likes of like newbies like myself jumping on board so And there's
0: the number number one numbering 1001 numbering like it's easy to hop on there too yeah so yeah
1: well hopefully it will be a um a renaissance for for a superman in the years to come. Hopefully you yeah. can topple, uh, topple the uh, the guy at the top there, Mr. Bruce Wayne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, but, you know, probably not. Uh,
1: yeah, so, look, conor there were a couple of... Um, you did ask me as well, off-air, you know, Ray, Ray Zod, just let me know these characters you don't know so I can research them. And I subsequently answered, uh, okay, it should be right, mate. Um, but well, I have come I... back with a couple. <laughs>
0: I know, I know all of them. Okay. Like, I know who they all are yep. and their basics. It's just you like when I go in-depth and stuff, and I just might not be able to give you the intricacies of uh, some of their powers and stuff and how they, like, I don't know. Just just ask me and I oh, should be fine. That's what I want, Conor. I
1: want, I want to It's a to Superman podcast.
0: Out. It's not a Teen Titans podcast. Well, no, well,
1: funnily enough, it's none of them. I'm here to ask you about this, Mr. Fella. Morgan Morgan Edge? Oh, Morgan Edge. Does he, yeah. does he come and go? He looks like he's a bit of a stopgap for Perry White. Does he, is well, he, does he disappear? Is he? No, uh, he,
0: he takes over. He's head of Galaxy Communications. Oh. So in the 70s and 80s, Superman became like a TV anchor. Oh. Well, Clark Kent became a TV anchor. Right. Instead of a report because Galaxy Communications <laughs> took over the Daily Planet. Right, right, right. And so Perry Wright's still there. He's very disgruntled because ah. yeah. And Morgan Edge is now Clark Kent's boss. Yes. And Morgan Edge is slimy and corrupt, and he has ties with Intergang, which is... is Intergang or a mob who have connections to Apocalypse. Apocalypse?
1: Is there uh, a dark. DC? Is there an Apocalypse in the DC universe?
0: Uh, apocalypse is where Dark Side oh. and all of those guys hang out. Oh. Um. Yeah. You're right. So yeah, okay, sure. And Clark, Clark, no one really likes Morgan Edge. um, Well, he looks like an idiot. Yeah, as is evident by this issue, and Clark tells him to fob off. (laughs) Yeah, certainly does. And that, and that really does explain.
1: Sure, there are there are flood There are cables on the ground. Now you tell me, it does look like a a TV studio rather than a a Daily Planet bugle thing. Um, And this freckled dude, who's his boob? He he uh, he's a, like a, a wannabe Jimmy Olsen, is he? Or he's just the uh, the the galaxy's version of Jimmy Olsen, is he?
0: Oh, the, the new guy.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. He's he's this this. Uh,
0: uh, hold on, let me scroll up. His Ranger. Is he? Is he? <laughs> that is Jimmy Olsen. Oh,
1: is it? Is it? You, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> it is Jimmy. Oh, it is. Yeah, he answers the it's- door. I thought this that was, this, thought that this, was two this different red-haired
0: movies. freckled guy, wannabe Jimmy Olsen, red-haired freckled. Who else is it going to be? Is it Jimmy Olsen's <laughs> twin brother, yeah. which was a thing in Smallville, by the way? But anyway, that is uh, Jimmy
1: Olsen. Fair enough. Wow, yeah. What the hell was going on there? God,
0: I, you you don't know who Jimmy Olsen is. You don't know what Apocalypse is. Yeah. Uh, our listeners are dropping like flies, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> our new listeners, our newbies to Superman, are, are joining me on this journey. This is a uh, this is okay. Jimmy Olsen. Okay, there he is. He answers the door. Superman, he changes quickly into Clark. Fair enough. Okay, Morgan Edge. That's good. Yeah. Uh, a couple of others, uh, these ten times. You look, you don't have to go into depth. There's this yeah, yeah, no, uh, that's fine. there's this woman that turns into a gorilla. What the hell is her deal? She looks pretty cool.
0: A uh, woman who turns into a gorilla. Wait, when does this happen?
1: Ah, page ten, top top left, a green woman.
0: No, that's that's Beast Boy.
1: Oh, it's a boy <laughs> it's a boy. Ah yeah. All uh, right. Right, sorry, sorry. He has a slightly effeminate hairdo. I he's it was he's a woman. green
0: and he turns into things.
1: Ah, right. Okay, sorry, Beast Boy. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure, sure. Yeah. uh He's good. Uh, I do like Raven. She looks very dark and mysterious. I'm assuming she has the magical powers. Yes. So she's kind of like a
0: she's friendly she's rival of like a demon lord. um
1: Okay. So they have got two powered people and they got Zatanna as well. Um. Two, yeah. two magical people.
0: Zatanna isn't in the Teen Titans. She's oh. in the JLA.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Raven is sure and raven's
0: uh, teen titans satana's uh jla starfire is also teen titans she doesn't really look like a teenager but
1: i suffer yeah yeah i see she's in the live tv show isn't she yeah yeah yeah, yeah right no she, there, there was a whole lot of there was a whole hubbub about that um
0: yeah there's
1: also the sister of wonder woman that's pretty cool i don't even know if she had a sister i know she has a brother i was reading uh, sporadically some of these wonder woman issues she has a brother but i never knew she had a sister
0: yeah, Wonder Girl, her sister. From what I understand, oh, is that a name? They, yeah, <laughs> but sometimes know. they just call her Donna Troy. I think okay, that sounds even of better. Wonder Girl. Like yeah, Detroit. How's I mean? How does that surprise you? Because we got Superboy and Supergirl. Why does Wonder Girl surprise you? Well,
1: because no, I thought they would have used that card with uh, with Supergirl and Superman and all that. Okay. Do they have to do it with Wonder Woman? Like Batgirl. Girl? Yeah, ex- yeah, fair enough.
0: Batwoman. Well, that's
1: a, a, even more to my point. Girl. There's even more. Why can't they think of something else? Come on. Um, anyway, she's uh, similar to to uh, to Wonder Woman. Um yep. hang on, this is Wonder Woman's name Diana as well?
0: Yeah, the Wonder Girl's Donna.
1: Oh, Donna. Sorry, Donna yeah, Troy. Yeah.
0: Okay, sure.
1: Ah, right. Okay, excellent. There you go, newbies. You can thank me later. There's a little summation of all those little people. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, no, Um. that was good. Uh, any other... There was a little thing with Lois Lane, uh, secondary plot here. She seems a bit yeah, pissed I, off. That- at, yeah,
0: her and Lana's ongoing sort of rivalry. I didn't really put that in the synopsis because it wasn't really relevant to the story. Yeah.
1: Oh, is that so. Lana? Is that Lana Lang? Yeah. Ah.
0: On the TV. She okay. stole my story. Ah. Yeah, because she only um, refers
1: to her as a witch, so you never get her name. So yeah. So I, I didn't know who it was. Uh, okay, yeah, so Lois is having a bit of a tante. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that gets resolved or somehow later
0: on. Poor, poor Barry gets shot in the shoulder.
1: Barry, oh Barry, yes. I do like the yep. flash. Yeah. But he's got super healing anyway, doesn't he? He'll be right in a couple of couple of seconds.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, no, he's, he's not. He's
1: oh, this woman. Up. This uh Teen Titan looks like she's in brown and yellow. And she's she can move Earth or gravity or something. She looks pretty that's pretty good. Uh page sixteen, lower left yeah. there. Yeah, who who is she? Um Ah so, mm, the one that you want I don't to
0: even. I don't even remember her showing up earlier in the issue. I remember this being the only time we saw her. Yeah.
1: Well, you'd never see Green Arrow again. I don't know what happened there.
0: Yeah. Well. Too many. Too Arrow. many
1: people here. <laughs> no. Anyway. So we. You know. I like Hawkman. Hawkman's pretty cool. Purely because no, she's she's sorry? the only
0: person I don't know off the top of my head. hmm Um. A legacy uh, character, obviously. Maybe she's that member of the Teen Titans. Uh yeah okay. She's I don't she's not around for very long, which is probably why just I don't it, recognize her first we'll, up.
1: We'll just call her Crystal. Crystal sounds good.
0: I guess if I, if I'm right, then people who know about the Teen Titans will know exactly what I'm talking about because she's not she's not around yeah. for long at all. So,
1: and any listeners who are fans of Teen Titans write us in. You know, um you know, bloody let us know and blast me for not knowing these people. <laughs> yeah they're, they're good hawkman i like hawkman isn't he hated amongst the dc fans isn't he like not it? that i know of oh, okay I, well, I don't know
0: why people would hate hawkman um oh,
1: just the circles i've been in people seem to be dissing him There's only really one. yeah yeah it's like why
0: i know he had an unpopular solo mini or series recently yeah, by jeff
1: lemire lemire's a he's a good writer i, I would have thought that it would have been good i heard
0: I heard that was pretty bad, but I don't know no. if it'd make people hate Hawkman. I don't know. I'm no. not sure. I, I haven't read much Hawkman. I know who he is and stuff, but... Well,
1: he's very different, which which I really applaud. Like, he's just... Yeah. You know, it's not often that you come up with a character, Hawkman, um, you know, with wings and stuff. I know I know, we got Angel and all that, but he seems a he, little... He
0: was around in the old school, Golden yeah, Age days. Yeah. Um,
1: but he just seems different with his headpiece and such, so... He's yeah. mace. He's got a big
0: fat uh, he's, mace. He's really cool in Smallville, but his costume is like infinitely uh yeah, crummy looking. I have uh, seen
1: the photos. That that would be disappointing if you are a Hawkman fan.
0: I mean, I thought I thought Hawkman was like I thought the actor was really good and he was like perfectly cast, but mm. the costume was just like I mean it's it's comic accurate. This is just <laughs> oh,
1: just not not yeah, yeah not as flamboyant as it could be, but that's a fine line, isn't it? You don't want to translate exactly what's from the comics, otherwise it might look really bad, on, yeah.
0: on the screen. So yeah, and Hawk, Hawkman, you know, he is he would be one of the more difficult people to translate, yeah. on screen, you know. Oh, what do you mean? As in, well, because his costume, you know, I don't know. It's just it's. Oh, you reckon it would be able? It's doable. Oh, no, it's doable. I'm just yeah. saying Hawkman's costume would be... Like, if I was a costume designer, I think that would be more difficult... Oh, yes. ...to adapt to live action...
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. ...than yeah. a lot
0: of other costumes would. Sorry,
1: I thought you were saying that it's one of the costumes that would be easy to translate onto... No, no, no. No, 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 no. no yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Flash is easy, you know. Yeah. This is an easy one. Um, okay, well... Uh, I thought you,
0: you, did, you didn't... So Sorry. you're not confused about the other Flash anymore.
1: Well, he's Kid Flash, isn't he? Yeah, and he's just. Uh, I, actually, Wally. I think I've seen him. I think I've seen. But Wally, is isn't he the original Flash? I'm no, gonna, no, no,
0: huh? Uh, Jay Garrick is the original Flash. So oh, the
1: name. guy, okay, the guy with the wings on the head, like the the yeah, tin, yeah, the tin yeah. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the main, this sort of the most iconic Flash. That's Barry Allen. Yes. But yeah. Wally West takes over as the Flash for like. Uh, at least, like, I would say, 10, 15 years.
1: Okay. In the, um, from
0: 1986 to... No, I can't remember exactly when Barry Allen comes back, but it's, like, early 2000s, I think. But
1: isn't he fully grown,
0: Wally West? Yeah.
1: Like, but what's he doing in the Teen... Is he in the Teen Titans or the JLA here? He's
0: in the... He's in the, t- he's in the uh, Teen Titans there. So but he's, he's the one that calls them in.
1: But he's not a teenager. Surely that would be part of the card.
0: Well, he hasn't I mean, called sure. them in. He, he hasn't... Taken over for the Flash yet? He's still Kid Flash, and he's still a teenager. Then how does he grow up quickly,
1: and and the other Flash doesn't age then? Like you know you know what I mean? Like how can um, he be well, here in the present and then
0: because uh, Barry had an accident <laughs> is a mild way of putting it. Right. And Wally does grow up a bit and take over the mantle of the Flash.
1: But I mean, everyone which else. Barry Allen had. So everyone's going to be aging a bit as Wally grows up. So when Wally finally becomes the Flash, are we to believe everyone else is like you know a, fair a couple thing? of years older? Just yeah. only a th- okay, sure, okay. I, I guess so. I, I guess like I'm he's sorry. still
0: yeah. he's still like kind of like a kid, like in right. You know when he takes over as a Flash, like I'd say he's like eighteen at least. Or, oh okay, you know.
1: yeah, I'm seeing him more like in thirty. You know thirty really. No, 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 Wally. Okay.
0: Wally wasn't that old. Okay, right. Um, right. Because so I just I just read an issue actually in um. I can't remember if it was Jerry Ordway or I think it was Dan Jogens actually, mm-hmm. where Superman races a Flash again, but it's Wally West Flash and no, okay. Wally's getting annoyed because Superman keeps talking about Barry Allen. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do like I don't like this
1: Kid Flash outfit. Can, can so, I be honest? Is that is yeah, that no, is that a legacy okay. is that a legacy costume? Because uh, I certainly recognise the Flash costume. That that's the best. That is, the, that, that is as iconic as the Superman, well, you know. I don't think that was enough. Kid
0: Flash's original costume. Um, I think Kid Flash's original costume was really similar or identical to the Flash. I'm not sure. Can't remember. And um, isn't it
1: the... He's got... Isn't he like... Is that like reverse Flash colours? And isn't the reverse Flash a villain? What's going yeah. on? Yeah.
0: Okay. Reverse Flash is a villain. Sure. Um, That's a terrible but, uh,
1: name. A terrible name, can I say, for a
0: villain? Yeah.
1: Reverse <laughs> Flash?
0: I just want to point out Firestorm's in this issue and he's awesome. Firestorm's so DC yeah. for a Firestorm in there. He's good. He reminds
1: me of Fire Lord from for Marvel. Very cool. They're
0: yeah. Very different though, powers.
1: Oh that is Firestorm just Fire?
0: No, Firestorm doesn't he has like atomic powers. Ooh. He can like change matter Ooh. and stuff. Like he uses that and he has oh, like yeah. He, he the disembodied—he's combined with his old professor who got like atomized or something. So his professor's always in his head. <gasps> I saw that. Uh, that
1: was in the Flash TV show. You should watch. Oh, it. really?
0: Yes. He, he. Okay. That
1: happened. The professor
0: gets absorbed
1: into him, or something. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, go watch it. You'll love it. If you love Firestorm, you love that. That's good.
0: Okay. Great. Sure. Yeah. When does he pop up?
1: Uh, you're gonna have to go through the whole season, kind of. Ill
0: i can't tell you i'll give it another i'll give it another shot um <laughs> yeah. yeah well uh, as for that issue though yeah sure um i i don't have any other notes no
1: i pretty much covered all, all the questions I, I was wondering um yeah i think it could just really be broken up into two things basically two bits you get the brainiac superman confrontation and you get this melee down on Earth. Yeah, the melee game. is
0: like a B plot, though. Yes, really. ex- absolutely,
1: um, absolutely, absolutely. And that's what I actually thought dragged down this issue a bit, unfortunately. If I'm to be I I'm thought, brutally honest, yep. yeah, it
0: it felt, it felt, it didn't. Hmm. I was it far was just, more interested. It was just kind of happening. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it was just there. It didn't it. It didn't really raise the stakes that much. I think the stakes were already high.
1: Mm.
0: Like, the stakes were already super high. That I don't think they could have been... Re- I don't think him bringing in the JLA and the T-Titans raised them more. No. Because they were already of, like, planetary annihilation scale. Yeah. So, you know, like, we... And we don't need them to raise the stakes because we already have Superman and Brainiac mm-hmm. both performing these cosmic feats. Yep. against each other so totally
1: absolutely totally agree it, it, it seemed yeah yeah exactly secondary plot they yeah they didn't they didn't it raise was, attention or anything they were just it doing was their cool job. how
0: brainiac had imbued like their armor with the ability to yeah. siphon his powers though i liked that
1: actually that was good i did like that as well that was very clever
0: yeah yeah so like the, the army was a legitimate threat i guess but yeah it was just you know yeah. like this this brainiac trilogy it's flawed Mm-hmm. it's it's good, but it's flawed. Yeah. This whole, like, so I guess this is our retrospective of the whole Brainiac trilogy we have here, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. But it still hit some of the notes that uh, we hoped it would hit.
1: Yeah. Oh, so... If anything, like, especially this last issue, I was a lot more invested in the Superman side of things than Brainiac. side. It, it, so it, in that sense, it highlighted... Uh, the character of Superman, more more so than Brainiac. As you said, he has his, his flaws towards the end as well.
0: Yeah, because um, it started off as a very Brainiac-heavy
1: mm, yeah. story.
0: But, yeah, it's even with the second issue, I, I guess, yeah, Brainiac had less screen time in this because we already got all his motivations and stuff from the first two issues. So Superman started to come out more in the second issue. And, yeah, this, this story was mostly from his point of view.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: like, he, he sees Brainiac running off at the end, and we don't even see where Brainiac goes. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Exactly. Um, if, if we were to look at, um, if we were to rate the, the the trilogy, the three issues, I think you could probably liken it to the, the Christopher Reeve Superman film. Superman 1, 544. Superman 2, 545. And 546, this one, eh, on par with Superman 3.
0: Agree? um they're they're all pretty interchangeable for me (laughs) honestly
1: okay
0: um some of them have cool moments some of i guess this one would technically be the weakest but i i had fun i liked some bits like the the armor leeching and it was cool seeing you know one's woman and firestorm
1: yeah Um, it wasn't terrible but i did very much prefer 545 a lot more that's all
0: yeah shall we shall we do our ratings then
1: Sure. Um, okay. So we are going to rate this, Connor L. Sunspots. Ah, of course. Ah, you're on the, <laughs> on the ball, aren't you? Far out. Sunspots. Uh, well, since I went first last time, how about you go and uh, give us your take?
0: I will give this six sunspots out of ten. It's good.
1: Okay. Worth reading. Okay. We're
0: to finish off astrology.
1: Exactly. And as you mentioned, six is not a bad number at all. No,
0: it's not a bad number. People no. think it's a bad number, but it's not. It's actually, it's a it's, it's decent, know. decent.
1: It's, it's something that you, it's a, a mark that you'd take home to meet your parents. Very decent. Um, yeah. yeah, I would, see, since I overshot the mark a little uh, with 5.45, uh, five, I'm going to pair it back. Uh, it's, oh, I gave 6.5, didn't I, for 5.44? uh i'll have to say six and a half as well i'm gonna put it the same as as five, four, four, six and a half.
0: Okay, i guess we can good. say this trilogy gets a six and a half then overall really
1: mm.
0: yeah. that'd be fair to say
1: yeah yeah i'd say six and a half overall yep yeah. it's uh a, it's a pretty a pretty decent score it's a good introduction to to brainiac for any newbies um i certainly enjoyed enjoyed it um yeah exactly i think that was yeah. fine
0: yeah it, it it's a it's a nice story. It gives it gives Brainiac a you know nice big yeah intimidating presence. So uh, yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah, uh, I, sorry. Brainiac's my favorite villain. So mm-hmm. this this is a this is a good story. Yeah, for that too.
1: Yeah, yeah for, for yeah for sure. Definitely Brainiac side of things. I wanted to say though, I was actually impressed how Superman was handled in these stories. I mean, apart from the odd dodgy dialogue. Um, and the way he kind of, you know, um, thinks in his thought bubbles. Uh, I loved his, um, the situations he was put in, like, you know, depowered. I loved his his thinking, his way, his strategizing to get out of situations. Uh, it yeah. actually gave him a lot. Of, it, it was quite admirable, you know. Um, and and his his, uh, his bit at the end there with the sunspots and the tractor beam and the force fields is quick on his feet and in his yeah. mind, isn't he? Yeah.
0: He is, yeah. you know, he, he's good as he's good at his job. He's not just an invulnerable, you know, punching bag mm. that, like a lot of people seem to think he is. He's he's smart. He's a quick thinker. He has to be. Yes. You know, to prevent. I mean, the amount of like he prevents so much loss of life. Yeah. <laughs> in these battles and stuff as well, like you. Cause you know, what, especially yeah. to defeat Brainiac and Lex Luthor, you have to be. You oh, have to yeah. have your head screwed on. For
1: sure. and look to be to put my geek, my my geekier hat on as well, uh, it's easy to think that, as you mentioned, like he's invulnerable, um but you strip that away, and it's easy to think, okay, well, he actually he's lost all his advantages. you know, he surely would be an easy beat, you know because you'd think that he'd be uh, relying a lot on his powers, you know because he's so invulnerable. So it is a very interesting thing to take that away and see how he handles yeah. himself. And the fact that he's, he's able to still, you know, uh, outwit outwit Brainiac is, is a pretty, there's no mean feat.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And there's that stupid image that went around where it, there's like this little stick figure diagram and it's like, oh, you take away the powers from Superman, he's just like an ordinary stick figure you take Mm. away iron man's suit he's just an ordinary stick figure with money Mm. you take away batman's suit he's a ninja awesome stick figure with heaps of money it's like we take away superman's suit and you still have a pretty intelligent person and a pulitzer prize winning investigative reporter
1: yeah
0: there's a whole story arc where he has to go up against lex Luthor when he's just clark kent he has no powers he has to just try and take him down with uh you know his skills as a person
1: yeah, I think that side of him has to come out a bit more. I mean, I don't know if it has Conor-El throughout the years and throughout the runs, but that sort of stuff really um really does make him a lot more because you know, we obviously see his vulnerable side. You know, that's one of the criticisms, he's just too powerful, but you get to see him react and act when he is vulnerable. Like in Superman 2, you know, that was you know, it's not it's not rocket science. It's it's good to put him in those situations and it makes him all the better when you see him actually not a helpless person without yeah. his powers. Yeah.
0: Except except the reason and the way like the stuff him losing his powers in Superman two is absolute dog shit. Oh <laughs> like, yeah 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 about the the crystal and Oh and, and... Uh, like he ditches he he just ditches it. So mm. he, he oh, he's yeah, acting yeah. like a petulant kid the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's like he spent these twelve years in this weird ice cube listening to his ghost dad yeah. and he has skipped puberty or something. Like <laughs> because he's he just he wants to do the deed with Lois and live with her. Yeah. So he gets rid of all of his powers. Mm. Then he has sex with her. I know, in the super sheets. Like, really? God, (laughs) that movie. And then they base a whole movie on that (laughs) in (laughs) Superman Returns. It's like, you're joking. Yeah. I did like Superman
1: too.
0: uh, I I mean, I liked it, but that was sacrilege. Superman giving up his powers for Lois Lane. Like, that was absolute sacrilege.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean, I've sent you...
0: I've sent you stories before where Superman is fed up. He's yes. sick of being Superman, but he realizes it's his burden and responsibility. No mm. matter how much his personal life suffers, yeah. no matter how sad and alone he gets and feels, yeah, yeah. it's it's his lot. It's his it's his job. Like yeah. you know, he he keeps on trucking, which is inspirational. The fact that he just gives it up in Superman too, and I know yeah. he gets it back and realizes he was wrong when
1: yeah.
0: you know Space Zod came in and trashed everything. But still.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess it, it depends on how you come come at it, you arrive at it. And you know, I watched it as a, as a wide-eyed little kid uh, not knowing any anything really about Superman other than his his powers. I mean, it's um, it's fine as like yeah. an
0: average movie thing. It's just if you you know, I don't know, if, if a big Superman fan, and characterization is important and that that oh, was just of course, of course. That that was not that was not something Superman would do. It's just Yeah, yeah. Not not a not a Superman thing, like, you, you know. Yeah. He's, he's executed people before, but, you know, giving up, just this, that, I don't know. Yeah. That was just... <laughs> eh. And then, and for God's sake, he erases her memory with a kiss at the end. I know, all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, my it's, Lord. Come on, it's all
1: just, <laughs> just whimsy, isn't it? But, you know, it's it's Hollywood, Tinseltown at its best. So, yeah, that's uh, true.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, a lot of goofy crap like that happened in the comics, but this is... Supposed to be, you know, relatively serious yeah. adaptation of the character that lots of people are going to be seeing. So, anyway, let's save this for the That's Richard true. Donner episode. Absolutely, because we're already way over time. So,
1: <laughs> oh, we had some good issues
0: to review. Yes, but yeah. people complain when we make it too long. So. Ah,
1: they love it. They tell yeah. us they hate it, but they love it. Come on. Wow.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we will be covering superman 10 in superman volume 2 mm. so not not like the nineteen forty superman 10 oh, yeah the i gotta get that 19 right. yeah the, the <laughs> 1987 superman 87 10. okay uh, this is due to a listener request so we, request. we will yes we will be doing that for our next episode our eighth episode i believe although we may mm-hmm. depending actually no it'd be a christmas special next wouldn't it it would be we have okay. to okay okay so all right christmas special is next uh just because superman has so many christmas stories yeah i want to get into it let's do it so after that will be our listener request sorry yes. rebecca uh we will we will get to it yes get to it as soon as the christmas one is done mm-hmm. with but yeah so until next time oh
1: hang on before we say that you say that kind of yes well. so yeah so did you say so we're on episode seven now aren't we is that yeah. A, yeah hey so we've made the uh the seven episode we've, we've passed the seven episode itch how's that eh? yeah high five awesome yay <laughs> we're not gonna pod fade listeners we are here to stay
0: we are yes. despite how much i hate my co-host <laughs> that's okay that's good i love yeah. it i'm from zod yeah, you're acting like you're from Ellen. I'm acting like I'm from Zod. It's like I hate him. That's okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's okay. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you there.
0: No, no, you didn't. Um,
1: oh, you were gonna sign. You're gonna sign off.
0: Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> okay, let's let's sign off for real next time. So, uh, next episode will be. Let's see. Probably. Probably in a week, I would say, to make it before Christmas. Yeah, sure, okay. Um, so we'll we'll get an episode out in one week. Ooh. Uh, but until then, until then, just um, I, I, I don't know a real life analogy for this. <laughs> like, make uh, sure you make
1: sure you you do create sunspots and black holes in your own spare time.
0: And all hail Brainiac! All hail! (laughs) Hail our new gracious overlord! Please don't destroy our planet! Alright, peace! See ya! Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, .libsyn lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter at lskpodcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.